What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Life of Pi with me, your host, P. Young. Tonight is episode number 47, and tonight we are continuing our journey on our little Dexter wrap-up, recap, whatever you want to call it show. So, this is episode number 8 of 10 on Showtime on Hulu. It is called Unfair Game is the name of the episode. And this is like, this is probably one of the most intense episodes they've done thus far. They really, like the last three episodes, they kicked it up a notch. And this, this one definitely kicks it off. I mean, your opening scene is Dexter tied up in the back of Ulrich's truck. So as we know from the end of the last episode, he was kidnapped at the truck stop. And so now Dexter is the one bound in the back of a truck. He's, I guess he's almost like dreaming. And you hear music playing. I forget what songs. I want to say it's a Willie Nelson song, but I forget off the top of my head. He starts to visualize um, Harrison at home alone and with new, two Moose Creek kids coming in. And then Harrison just beats the shit out of these two kids. It's one with a frying pan, slits one kid's throat, and then smashes his skull with a baseball bat, covered in blood, smiling. And, of course, Dexter's walking in and seeing him do this, and he's just in sheer pain, basically, with his face. And thank God it's just a vision. And flashback. Dexter wakes up. He's like, oh, shit. Here's Kurt on the phone, talking to Ulrich, saying, I'll get Harrison. So instantly, Dexter goes full dad mode. And somehow, like, he gets his hands, like, up free enough where he can reach around and try and almost strangle Ulrich across the face and just slices his, like, cheeks open, like in the Joker and the Batman where he has the scars on his face. That's kind of what Ulrich's face looks like. That's what it reminded me of. It was the Joker from uh, The Dark Knight. If you've seen that movie, you get the reference. It's pretty gross and graphic the way they made the blood and the scars in this movie and in that one. We're talking Dexter right now. And, of course, Dexter, he causes a car crash and is thrown through the windshield unscathed unscathed he has a little cut on his forehead and that's like it i'm like okay so you hit a, a telephone pole probably going 50 60 miles an hour and you get thrown to the windshield probably a good 15 20 feet out of the car you're conscious and you only have a scratch in your forehead come on showtime come on i know he's dexter and he's the freaking man but let's be realistic here please He's going to be beat to shit being thrown through a windshield while he's bound. He can't even brace for his fall. But maybe that, maybe that makes a difference. I don't know. So he then goes to inspect the truck because he sees Ulrich is still pinned behind the woods. He's going to basically see if he's alive or not. And then he get Ulrich, Aldrich, or however you say his name. Man, I'm probably butchering it, but whatever. Gets out with some kind of like like assault rifle and just shoots Dexter in the leg. And then, Dex and then the hunt in the woods is on. So Dexter takes off into the woods. And it basically is just, it's kind of funny because normally Dexter is the one being the hunter. And now he is the prey. And then we flip over to the police station where Angela is looking at old bowling team photos of, of Dexter and his old bowling team in Miami from his Miami homicide days. And you can tell Angela is starting to piece all of this together. She's starting to add things up with all the needle marks and the ketamine 
and these old photos. And there's more hints at throughout the episodes. Basically, the whole episode of this with Angela is basically her just piecing more and more of Dexter's past life together while Dexter is running through the woods for his life. And then, of course, Angela finds out that Dexter beat the shit out of Miles, the drug dealer. She goes to talk to him at the bar. He's at the same bar drug dealing still. And then she finds out that there's needle marks on his neck also. And then we're back to Dexter in the woods. And one thing I'd liked about this whole, like, Dexter in the woods running from, of course, he's bleeding and everything. But I like it's not, the guy is not falling for Dexter's normal, like, tactics of, like, covering up his tracks. Leading a misdirection. And just getting away. Like, it's not easy for Dexter. Normally, it's, it's they've made it so easy for Dexter to kind of get away with stuff or get away from people. Like, now, he's out in the elements. No hat. No, like, no gloves. No hat. He's out in the cold. So, like, at a certain point, like, frostbite and hypothermia will set in. And I'm just guessing, you know, obviously TV shows are not going to have that happen, which would have been cool if he had, had to fight that, too. But no hat or gloves, so you know he's cold, he's bleeding, so he's losing blood, so his temperature and his body is going to keep dropping. I don't know anything about medical stuff, but I know if you lose blood, your body goes pretty cold. Yeah, I like that it wasn't easy for him, and he's running a lot for this entire episode. I can't even imagine the cardio he had to do for these scenes. Like, he's doing a lot of running in this series. In this season, he's doing a lot of running. And you can tell, with so some scenes, it's, you can tell, with some scenes, I feel like you can tell if he's, like, run, like, four or five times, and they finally get the cut, he's just like, ugh. He's just out of breath. And then we flip all over to Kurt calling Harrison and then basically acting like a like a father figure for him and then picking him up and taking him to his cabin. And basically just. Well, no, not take him to the, he's not to the cabin yet. I take that back. He takes him to the high school. So they go to the high school. They find there, there's like batting cages in the high school. Like all, all high schools have it's on your, it's on your basketball court. Little nets and stuff for the baseball team in the wintertime. And we find out that Harrison's actually has a decent baseball swing. And then all of a sudden, Jack Alcott, who plays Harrison, uh, has also done a phenomenal job in this series. Super talented young actor. We, we see that he gets hit by a ball and then he gets like a flash of like like a, like Dexter. And then he gets he keeps getting hit again and again and again and again. And every time he gets hit. You're getting visuals and flashes of like the hurt and pain from certain events in his life, like his mother's death, his dad leaving, and just a bunch of other stuff that we I just you know you don't guys want to hear me ramble about. But and Kurt sees this and he's like, all right, eventually he's like, this is enough. We're back to the woods with Dexter. <laughs> I love how they just, they flip all they just keep flipping back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So we're back to work. We're Kurt, not Kurt, but uh, Dexter's trying to cover his tracks, and all work's not falling for. He's a hunter. And Dexter's like, well, shit, I'm going to get away from this guy. And then we flip over to Kurt is taking Harrison to his cabin. And eventually we flip back over to Dexter back in the woods again, running for his life. And we finally get our first Deb visualization. This one, the first, I think it's the first episode we've had where there's not a Deb Dexter breakfast talk. There's no breakfast club meeting today. And she's in the woods saying, go save your son. He's like, I'm trying and of course, Dexter smartly makes his way to summer cabins out in the middle of the woods where he finds a knife, a.k.a. his playthings. And of course, Elric finds his way to the cabin and he says, dumb son of a bitch brought a knife to a gunfight. But little does Elric know who the hell he's messing with. This is Dexter fucking 
Morgan, baby. This guy will end you so quick. You don't even know. And so he's walking through and he sees a mirror. And he's like checking his cars in the mirror. And then Dexter just jumps through the mirror with a knife. And just grabs him and finds out where Kurt's taking Harrison. He goes, nothing personal. He says, it's always personal with my son. And then just stabs him right in the freaking chest. Honestly, one of Dexter's coolest kills of the entire like original series in this season. Like one of his coolest kills. Like he comes through a freaking mirror. Like like a damn like superhero and just like, stabs the guy. Freaking awesome. And then we flip over to Angela. She's at the coroner's office where she again discovers a knife, an- another not a knife, another needle mark on Jasper's neck from the guy that Dexter made overdose of the fentanyl. So now she's seen three different um a couple of different needle neck marks from Vic, Dexter's victims. Well, one victim and then the other one he didn't kill. And she's putting this together because she sees the needle marks from the Bay Harbor Butcher um, series that, not series, but pictures that she's doing research on. And again, Angel's getting very close. She's piecing this together. She's like, there's ketamine and there's, she goes, there's ketamine and needle marks on all these, on, on random victims of body parts they found with the Bay Harbor Butcher. And now they found one in the coroner's office. There's another one, the guy that Dexter attacks. So she knows, like, all this stuff is connecting together. And all of this is going very, very badly for Dexter. Very, very quickly. Then we flip back over to the cabin. And Kurt is talking to Harrison like a father figure. He's like, I would be there for you, this and that. He's giving him alcohol. And, you know, he's cooking him some venison to eat. And then all of a sudden, like, Kurt's like, well, I go take care of something real quick. He gets up and Harrison's like, okay, whatever. And then all of a sudden, Kurt comes out in his white kill outfit. Like, full white garb with the rifle. And Harrison's like, what the hell are you doing? Like, what did I do wrong? And he just tells him, he goes, sins of your father. He goes, sometimes the father has to pay, the, the, the child has to pay for the sins of the father. I think is what the line is. And, of course, he does the whole, like, get out and run. And Rise is lined up the shot. You hear a horn honking, a truck in a distance. And Kurt's like, come on, bring it, bring him down. I want him to see him kill his son. And he keeps coming and coming. The truck's flying. We, we all know it's Dexter, but Kurt doesn't. Takes a second to realize that Dexter's just hauling ass down this hill. Then all of a sudden you hear this gunshot. And you think it's here. And they flash over to Harrison. Harrison isn't shot. And then Dexter almost takes out Kurt. Unfortunately, he didn't because Kurt's an asshole. You know, Kirk gets off like four or five rounds to the windshield. Somehow doesn't hit Dexter with a rifle with a scope with a laser on it. But I don't know how that happens when you're, you've are you killed that many people from a distance. But, hey, you know, it's a moving object, I guess. And yeah, and then he runs away into the woods and Dexter and Harrison embrace. And then basically on the car ride home, Dexter tells Harrison that he's like, you know, I have a dark passenger. I was also born in blood. You never to feel like this. We're going to talk about everything. Then we flip over and we see Angela's like Googling all the stuff about Dexter again, the Big Harbor Butcher. And she's I think she's starting to realize that Dexter is still not telling her the full truth about his past life. Basically, that's kind of like the end credits right there. And that's kind of episode eight for you in a little 13 minute span. So I like to keep these shorter just because I know you guys don't need me ramble by myself until I get guests on here. and Those will be longer. So I will be recording. Episode number 50 here this coming Saturday. It probably won't be up for another week or two 
because I'm going to knock out the rest of these Dexter episodes because episode 50 for me is going to be a special one. It's going to be a big one. It's probably one of the longer ones. It's, it's going to be the longest one I've done since switching over to the new platform. It'll probably be close to 50 minutes to an hour, I bet, because I will have two guests on. And in case you haven't listened to the past episode, we will be talking and comparing and, and discussing Tim Burton's Batman and Batman Returns from the 90s. And, of course, Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy. Both awesome. Both amazing. And, we'll honestly, we'll probably talk about the other Batmans in between. Just because it'll come up. And, of course, why else will we talk about? you got the new Batman Robert Pattinson coming out pretty soon. So, we're talking all we're talking all kinds of Batman. Episode 50. We're recording that Saturday. I will have that to you. Hopefully, I'm going to try by the first weekend in February. It should be out. But again, I will be teasing it probably a couple times a week. So I want you guys to listen to this. It's going to be a good one. I'm having my buddy Luke back on. So he's a previous guest. He was on the Bond episode a couple episodes ago. And of course, we are going, in case you forgot or you didn't hear it, we are going international. We have a family friend of mine joining us live all the way from Ireland, folks. All the way from Ireland. So pumped he's coming on. I can't wait for this. We've all known each other quite a long time now. I've known Luke since I was, God, probably six years old. I've known Gareth for almost 10 plus years now. So this is going to be a fun one. We're all huge Batman fans and Batman movie fans in general. So please be sure, episode 50 coming out here in a couple weeks going to be a big one it's going to be a fun one and yeah that's all i got for you guys tonight and thank you guys all so much for listening i appreciate every single listen that i get and please be sure to like subscribe it helps me so much you know leave me comments if you want but something you want me to talk about or something you felt that i missed or i should have covered you want me to cover you know reach out to me i will respond to you i i have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all Life of Pi is on all of them. I have a YouTube page, Life of Pi. So you can find me in every platform. So don't be a stranger. Reach out. Who knows? Maybe we'll become buddies. So until next time, folks, I hope you enjoy your slice of pie.